I'm Lee Foster. You're listening to Action, a podcast dedicated to the pursuit of acting excellence. This episode is part two of a conversation I had with Tony Franklin. Tony is a national multi-award winning director who's caught the attention of brands like BMW, Perina, Evernote, Hormel, and many more. He's been shortlisted for two consecutive years at the One Screen Show for Best Short Documentary of the Year, premiered his passion work in film festivals across the country, won Best of Show at the Minneapolis Advertising Awards, and has been awarded two Addy Awards from the National American Advertising Federation. I hope you enjoy. So earlier you mentioned uh, that you you enjoy the casting process. So I'm going to ask you a question from another listener. This is from Joel Singball. He says, uh, as a commercial director, do you solely rely on casting directors? You know, it's it's funny, like that movie Driven by Bacon I did, that uh, short film for Hormel. Uh, you know, I, I cast it in Chicago. I cast it in like three days in L.A. And we we were on like the different like news stations around the country, like doing small radio ads saying call in or email here with your picture and your story. Because we wanted a real person that knew how to ride a motorcycle that was good on camera, but not a well-known actor. Mm-hmm. So I, I went all over, we went all over and I came home and I didn't have, I had maybe like two kind of maybe people that I thought were good. Um, and it's not the casting director's fault. It's just a really hard role to, to find, you know? So I, I'm back in Minneapolis and, you know, I was on the, the good old Facebooks and I, I saw this guy that had like friended me. We had met for like 10 minutes at like a Christmas gathering of like, you know, actors or whatever that it was like a production company that was having a Christmas party. So, mm-hmm. so he, he wrote this funny thing on Facebook and I was like, you know, this guy's got the look. And I was like, I wonder if he rides a motorcycle. So I, I just messaged him right there on Facebook. I'm like, hey, man, do you, do you ride motorcycles? He's like, yeah. I'm like, I might have a job for you. And so we, I was like, you know, the best thing to do is, like, let's get on the phone. So we got on the phone, started talking, and, you know, I told him, I'm like, hey, Nick, just a short video about yourself and blah, blah, blah. And he ended up getting the part. So, you know, but then on BMW or whatever commercials that I'm on, I totally rely on casting directors because – you know, they'll be pre-casting and sending me links of everything before I even fly into whatever town I'm going to be at. So I can I can go through on the airplane and just watch all these, you know, casting sessions and kind of start picking there. And then by the time I, I'm in that town, I've already got my callback selects, you know, sent off to the agency if they need to see it or just straight back to the production company and casting director, you know, so then it just kind of speeds up the whole process and they know the people of their town and who's right for what based off of the casting specs that I sent. Right. But then, you know, my favorite, one of my favorite things to do is just come across someone, you know, or you're just, you're having lunch with your buddy and you're just like, Hey man, we should make a movie about a demolition derby driver. And then you're on your phone that minute looking for if there's even such a thing around happening in the next couple of weeks, you know, and, Next thing you know, you're buying a pit pass at a demolition derby place and just going around talking to people. So you're doing your own casting. It, it's it's just two different worlds. If it, you know, and then sometimes like the Prina stuff that I just did, they they were like, we've already gone through everybody we know. These are the people that we think are best based off of their history and their look and situation. So you know, you kind of casting comes from so many different directions. 
but generally the, the casting director. The people who listen to this show are 99% actors. I'm pretty sure. I don't know for sure, but um, they're probably wondering, like, well, how do I get in front of Tony Franklin? Like, what can I do besides just being brought in on a by a casting director? Do you have any advice for them? Um, no, I, I guess you know. Sometimes people send me like, hey, this is who I am. Uh, they'll say, you know, I've watched a lot of your your commercials. You know, they'll email me saying my kid is like perfect for the next BMW spot. You know. Because mm-hmm. I have two of those on my reel, but I've only done two BMW commercials. You know, they, they'll email me stuff like that, but, you know, it's really, unless someone emails me and say, says they've got, like, someone very similar to the Derby Man, but it's, like, this guy that built, I don't know, some crazy story, you know, and, like, we'd like to collaborate with you on it. Um, but nobody really, actors don't really hit me up, you know. I, I guess, you know, just doing the work and being part of the right casting department you know the the right casting director is the best way to get in front of me but i'm not you know not like any big time director i've just done some some work you know and there's a lot of directors out there so you might want to ask another one sometime on that one i'm not sure it's weird because you don't want to like hit people up cold all the time you know right they work so Mm -hmm. you know best like if say if it was someone like you if i didn't know you the best thing to do is just we happen to be like on a commercial together and I'm like, Hey, I got to put you in another one when it's the right, the right spot. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I guess it just comes back to like, just, just do more work. Like just, just do more fun projects, do like passion projects and just meet as many people as you can. And I yeah, think that's I, probably the best focus. It's it's just like when I was doing the music video for, for Scotty, you know, he, got a free music video that was like top 10 of the year music video for uh, the current or something like that. And, you know, that was just, he did some awesome music for one of my commercials and I just like wanted to pay him back. So that doing work together just brought us together for another project. Right. So uh, you mentioned earlier that you, you were really happy with the, the amount of progress you've made in this industry uh, in such a short amount of time, I'd really love to hear your thoughts on why you think that is, because, uh, I think you and I sort of, in a way we have similar paths just in two different aspects of the same industry. So I'm curious, like, what are, why do you think, what are the reasons that, that you've progressed as quickly as you have, whereas other people aren't progressing as quickly as you have? I think it's, goes back to a little bit of, it comes down to the work for sure. And then, you know, a little bit of luck or being in the right place at the right time or catching the right person's attention. Um, but I guess speaking to actors, like rather than speaking about myself, because, you know, it's hard to know like where things have come from, like the BMW stuff. I got the production, the production company slash, slash agency is in New York and they had reached out to a producer saying, Hey, do you, you know, any directors that would be good for this. And I don't even know who that producer that they reached out to is, but somehow I was connected to him or her. So I think it's, I, I'm not sure how I've, other than making the work, you know, it just comes down to the work and being in the right place, right time or, you know, but from one of the things that I love about certain working with certain actors and keeping them in mind for other stuff is just like, you know, good attitude, bringing ideas, um, Make, being prepared, knowing your lines, 
suggesting, you know, it's, it's a fine line of not taking over for sure the set because the director is, is kind of running the ship. But, you know, like I, I definitely like the collaboration process of while we're on set, like we're asking questions or, you know, who, who's, what's my backstory? Where, what, what was I just doing the last 20 minutes before this or not just being there to get the check or to get that brand on, on your reel, but no matter if it's like, you know, your lowest day rate you've ever been on or the highest day rate you signed up for this. So it's all, you know, even the PA to the cinematographer, to the actors, to the director, once you sign on, just show up with a good attitude, show up on time, show up prepared and just, you know, a really good vibe on set. And, you know, then the, the director for sure, I'm just, you know, let's be friends and work on something outside for fun or, you know, let's, let's get you on something else. Mm-hmm. Is there anything, before I ask you this last question, is there anything that you feel like we should uh, cover that we haven't? Um, we could talk a little bit about casting. Uh, like when I work with kids and, and callbacks and, and things like that, I think one thing that um, I might be interesting to you that you might already not, you, you might know is when I've been in casting sessions and you're say you're casting a couple or, or casting a mom and a son, you know, if you're, if you kind of done it, you've already been in and the director's been like, okay, great. Thanks. You know, talk to the casting director outside and say, Hey, is there, you need a, a, a male to, did anyone not show up? Do you need me to take the place of anyone? I'm happy to stay for another half hour and read again, you know, just showing that ambition and, mm-hmm. and things like that is really cool. Even if you, you know, not only you're helping the whole process out, the director's going to be happy, but you get a second chance to read. Right. So, you know, it's, it's just a win-win for everybody. So don't be afraid. You know, maybe I would, maybe the casting director doesn't want to hear it. I don't know. I'm not sure how the, that always works out. But whenever I see that, I'm always impressed. You know, when someone comes, will wait an hour or half hour if they can, or maybe they just go right away. They just need another, you know, another person, another body to fill the other side of the, the blocking. But right. you know, offering that up is really good. I think when you're in the casting session, just make sure to like, feel free to ask a couple questions like, you know, where, you know, uh, is there anything you can tell me about this particular character? Um, this is kind of what I was thinking, but I know you, you probably have a, a more detailed idea, you know, and a lot of times we're, we're still, we're in that, you know, callback session, still trying to figure out what we're doing a little bit too, what's working, what's not working. So I think it, it it's almost like that kind of, you know, you're, everybody's helping each other out. So feel free to ask questions, you know, don't try to retool the whole the whole thing, but you know I think that whole p- process and the callback session is really important, as, as you know. Yeah. So um, one question that I have is uh, I've noticed that on every I think on every thing I've ever booked, be it television or commercials, during the callback, the director has directed me. Usually, like, that doesn't happen on the first go, because usually, like, the, usually it's just the casting director in the first, um, audition, yeah. and, and usually they'll just, like, you just go in, you do it, you get zero feedback, and then you leave. And then if you get a callback, usually then the director and the producer, or one or the other, or both, and the maybe writers, clients, will be in the room. And I don't think I've ever booked a job where the director has not, I go in, I do my audition, and then the director speaks up, and they're like, that was really good, like, why don't you, do it this way. And then maybe I do it that way. 
and then maybe they have me do it another way. Like, I, I don't think I've ever been in one where they haven't done that. Yeah. I mean, I, I personally, it's, it's funny. It's like you always, as a director, you walk into the casting room and there's this, this big table in, in between you and the, and the actors. And you're like, no, no, no. You just, first thing I do is I just get in front of that table. So I'm right there. And if it's kids, I sit down on the floor really low so they don't feel intimidated. You know, that's awesome. That's the moment where you're first connecting with each character that is going to be in your spot. So put everything to the side. Like I don't watch the, the, the screen. I have the clients in the agency or whoever's with me watching the screen or sometimes maybe I'll turn it to the side so I can see it where I'm, since I'm in front of the table close to the actors, I'll, I'll turn it just so I can pop over and just see how they look together as a, as a couple in that format, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I, I think it's real important for me as a director to, to tell you what I'm looking for. So I walk up to every, every, you know, callback and I kind of, I go pretend that I'm just going to pretend I'm you right now. I'm just going to show you blocking of the scene. So I'll block it for them. So they know exactly what they're doing with their actions. If it's picking up a box or if it's walking over here or, and then turning back, you know, and then really it's just how you perform from there. That really is what I understand that will be good or bad for the, or, or not so good for the commercials. So I think it's, it's important for directors to learn that too, to get off the ego and get, you know, up close. And especially with kids, like I like being up close because then they feel like they can ask me questions rather than they don't have to yell it and think everybody's going to hear. I can just yeah. be, they can come up to me, you know, real, it's cute because kids will do that. They'll just walk up and kind of under their breath, ask a question or something. But, you know, I think it's important, you know, if, if you're a kid actor also to, to understand that if you ask questions or if you have ideas, it, it really shows that you're above your age in what yeah. you can do. And it also shows me that you're interested in doing this commercial. You're not there just because your parents are trying to get you into this. But you're really mm-hmm. interested, which will then lead into day of shooting. I, I think then the kids will just they'll last longer on the shoot. They'll stay strong longer on the shoot. They'll perform right. better on the shoot. There will be less temper problems on the shoot. So I can really tell quickly just by how a kid is in a casting call, you know, because it, it, they change so quick when they're young that they'll go from, you know, I don't know what I'm doing here quite yet to like, bam, I got it, you know. There's a, there's, the, the casting call is, as you know, is just, it's so fun and so long, but you, you're, you learn a lot about your commercial you're directing. You learn about the people that are going to be in it. And that way you can really just execute when you get there to the shoot. When, when it comes to Chicago, um, especially when it comes to comedic spots. So, um, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this. Uh, they really want you to improv. They can't technically ask you to do that because it's against SAG rules, um, which I'm sure you know about. But um, they'll mm-hmm. say stuff like make it your own or, you know, just relax on this next one or something like that. And that just means like improv. Yeah. Um, do you like when people improv uh, even though it's not a comedic spot? Or how do you see that? You know, I think um, doing what they're asked to when it, you know, it depends on the commercial too. And, you know, maybe the casting director can give you a little bit more insight yeah. before you walk into the room. Um, it really depends on the commercial. Uh, a lot of times I'm pretty, in the stuff that I do, it's a lot of the improv comes from some ideas that I bring to the commercial. 
you know, I just like it when people have ideas. I like it when people don't think everything's figured out. Cause like I said, in the casting room, we're still figuring out a lot of, of what lines are working and, and aren't working. You know, you might read, you might be that guy or girl that comes in for the second read to fill a, a body space for the blocking. Um, but you still have to read something, but you might read something completely different because we're changing it. You know, there's a writer in the room sometimes changing it as we go. Um, yeah. So just because you read one line doesn't mean you're going to read the same line when you get on set for sure. And just because you get asked to come back in doesn't always mean that you, you're, you're, you're on the top five list or whatever, but it's, it's definitely a good hint or a good sign. To find out more about Tony and to see his work, go to TonyFranklinDirector.com. If you like this podcast, please go to iTunes and give me a rating or review. I'm Lee Foster, and thanks for listening. Thank you.